Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast. My name is Joe Cressera, America's Service Sales Coach. And today we have a very special guest. We have Nathan Keller from Free to Grow. Nathan, welcome to the program. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, Joe. Happy to be here. Well, it's definitely, uh, we've known each other for a little while now. And definitely, every time I speak with you and your partner, Charlie, I definitely uh, feel a warm and fuzzy uh feeling down my spine uh, because you are here increasing the customer service for the service contracting industry by uh, your amazing service that you offer. Uh, Nathan, could you go ahead and just give us a little outline of how you got, how you and Charlie got started with this and uh, sure. just a little bit about what you're trying to do with free to grow. So people understand that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, free to grow was, was born of uh, kind of a, a, a you know, meetings between Charlie and myself. Charlie and I go way back. We uh, we actually met in uh, middle middle school. So uh, grew up, went to high school together, everything else. So we're, we're lifelong friends. Um, he and I were both uh, at some transitional periods in our career. I've always been in sales and operations, more on the technical side of the world. And um, uh, as far as true, like technology, and Charlie had a small, uh, two small contracting businesses uh, that he was in the middle of selling. And he just, you know, we were talking and he had this pain point of, you know, customer service with specifically with the size of his business. Um, he always talked about, you know, I have to have someone in the seat, uh, but they're not quite busy enough for a full-time position, but I still, I, I need that person there, right? I need, I need someone that is available for answering calls and moving things around, whatever that might be. Um, so we, we kind of looked at this, we're, we're based out of St. Louis, Missouri. We kind of looked at it more of a, a local deal for a while, um, and started, pitching this to contractors here. We did not, we were not zeroed in necessarily on HVAC, electrical or plumbing or garage or as we are now. Uh, we were just kind of shotgun approaching it, right? Just taking it to anybody and everybody mm -hmm. listen to us. Uh, so we actually uh, got a couple customers signed up that were uh, more home uh, remodeling type contractors um, and then worked our way into the tree service business. And then, you know, kind of fast forwarding to now, um, you know, we're really focused in that that trades area of HVAC, electrical, and plumbing. Uh, that's our growth uh, spot right now. Those are the you know our highest volume of customers are in that industry, and uh, and our talent, right? Our the agents that we're bringing on, the customer service reps that we're bringing on, all have that kind of experience behind them. And from our side, it's it's such a better way of, of servicing you know a smaller, I won't say smaller sect, but a, a, a closer group. Of, uh, of customers as opposed to this shotgun approach to anything having to do with home service businesses. Right. I, I noticed that one thing that one thing I will add to that is that all the uh, that you're making a meticulous effort that uh, which is as leaders to make sure that those agents uh, who are going to be customer service reps for those companies are trained. And, you know, one thing that makes me proud is that you're, you're it makes me proud of our team is that you've chosen service MVP to help train those people and that they're kind of service MVP certified mm -hmm. uh, customer service reps. So you have a third party, which is, you know, it takes, it takes a lot to do that. Could you explore a little bit about why that kind of third party inspection of the quality process is important to you and you and uh, Charlie? Yeah, you know, for us, it's it's consistency, right? Because as we're trying to scale our company, we need to make sure the service is consistent all the way across the board with anybody that we bring on. Um, you know, we we had a couple uh, big thrusts that we were looking at at the end of 2022, and, and training was kind of towards the top of the list. And I think that's right around the time that we started engaging with you guys. I think Charlie may have bumped into you a few times at some trade shows here and there. 
Um, but you know, knowing that you guys are are the standard from the service training side of it, especially on customer service and, and the sales piece of it, um, it was it was a no brainer, right? We just knew that we had to have something. We're going to go out and find good folks that are capable of working remote, that are accountable people, um, that have you know HVAC, electrical, or plumbing experience. That side of it, though, we want to make sure it's consistent, right? So, so having a, a new agent come on, that's the biggest piece is, okay, you're going to come in, you're going to shadow with our folks, but then you're also going to be immediately signed into, you know, into training and you have to get through, um, you have to get through a certain number of modules before we even think about turning phones over to you and, and having you assigned any sort of accounts. So, well, free to grow has shown that the joy of customer services in the heart of uh, from the top to the bottom of the company, from what I've seen, uh, and I've graduated some of those employees, uh, they all have in their heart the joy of service. They, they take joy and in, in care in what they do. And so that's really great that you're finding those people. Nathan, let's go ahead and continue on with the agenda for today's meeting, which is three steps that you think contractors could do to improve their customer service to their clients, which would help make their service more valuable, if you don't mind. So the three steps to improving your customer service, Nathan, what do you think? What's step number one do you think people could do as service contractors to improve that level of service? Uh, so customer service, uh, obviously the you know biggest thing right now is uh, the top of the pyramid, you know, with what we do, what with anybody does, you know, if you have your marketing efforts out there, but you're not answering the phone or you're not getting back to people in a timely manner, one, you're wasting money. And two, you're just going to get terrible reviews, right? You need, you have to have um, somebody, whether it's the owner of uh, whoever it might be, or a company like ours, you know, there to be able to capably answer the phone, answer questions and, and be a, a, the, the smiling voice right behind the phone. Uh, you know, most of the time, you know, a lot of the time, um, our customers customers are are calling for things that they don't want to call about, right? Their their ACs out, they're having plumbing issues, or you know, uh, they their electricals, you know, on fritz, whatever that might be. Um, you know, having that warm person that's going to really um, disarm, make them feel better, make them feel like you know we're going to get taken care of is a big big deal. Uh, a lot of contractors, especially of a certain size, think that, you know, they can't afford that, but they don't understand that it's really hurting their business too, right? Yeah, that, so you, uh, it's like, I would say a, a, a bill, the, the best ability a company has is the availability. So when you get <laughs> yes. the call, you answer the phone yeah. because... Uh, so if you're not there to answer the phone, then all that all that money with marketing or if you're paying those lead generation services like Angie or uh, mm -hmm. these different uh, you know lead generation services, you're paying for those leads uh, in some way, shape or form, whether it's to your website or something like that. Uh, it's really a not very financially uh, you know responsible to not have the availability to have a professional, answer that phone. So to make sure you have a professional welcoming voice, because that is like the front door of the company, right? Would you agree like the lobby of our hotel, if you will? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. And I, you know, I think a lot of times too, from an owner's perspective, when we talk to them or anybody else, you know, uh, just kind of tailing off to another aspect of this is there's so many that don't understand what their volume is, right? They have no idea what they're missing. They have no idea, even though they're spending money on marketing, they're not actually looking at the numbers, right? We're looking at it all day long of, you know, what we're booking for across the entire company and what we're doing for on an individual company basis, uh, you know, abandoned rates on calls, everything like that. I'm not saying, you know, the contractors are going to know to get into it from that level, but not even having an understanding of what might be coming in on a weekly basis 
It is sounds it? like you're moving into number two already, which Sorry, sounds like, uh, which, yeah. <laughs> which it sounds like that's uh, number two. The second step sounds like yeah. to me that uh, you're kind of moving right into it, which is to uh, identify the opportunity and make sure you know your numbers, right? Is that the? Am I, are you moving into that one, Nathan? Is that? I am. I am moving into that one. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm excited. Um. Yeah. That's okay. That's no, great. I, that's, I'm glad that. Hey, I'm not gonna. I never hold a good man back. So go ahead and tell us. <laughs> but I. But so you're saying that a lot of times people don't realize that you know we think. Hey, I think that marketing is working. Really, exactly. What's the return on investment for the thing you're putting out there? So, so number two is to make sure that uh, marketing is an investment. Let's make sure we know what the return on the investment is. Not just so there's different KPIs. I call it, there's different KPIs which are effort KPIs, which are did we answer the phone? Did we book the call? What's an effort? Uh, the result KPI would be how many conversions in the field and how many much money do we make on those calls that come in. So there's different KPIs, but I think the first KPI is to understand how much. What's the potential of the lost opportunity that we didn't convert because we didn't answer the phone? Or we, or we answered it, but we weren't too busy to really give it a quality uh, look to it. Uh, so I think that's really important. Uh, Nathan, uh, are you saying that that's something that you specifically provide for those contracts? They don't have to have a second service on that? that if, you, if they do take so, on something like you guys, you guys provide that for them? Yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of a, almost, I don't want to say a backup to that, because most most CRMs are going to have you know that component in it. We're entering that information for our customers as well, as far as you know where... Uh, what marketing, um, uh, what we gen it's coming into or, or tagging it the right way within that CRM. Mm -hmm. But we're we're looking at it too within our system to say, okay, this is coming in. You're getting, whether it's uh, from a phone tracking number that we're identifying and saying, okay, these, you know, this number of leads are, they're just not great, right? And maybe don't put your money all in, in that bucket. Um, you know, I think the good operators out there when they are starting are are saying, okay, I'm going to allocate my my dollars. I'm going to put it in these different areas, figure out which one's the best, give themselves a, a timeline on it, right? Um, you know, a, a reasonable timeline. And then after that, they're cutting the ones that aren't doing anything for them, right? Or that they're getting tons of spam calls off of or whatever that might be. Um, well, well don't, sell, don't sell yourself short. I mean, uh, when you said that you only do what you can see, but truthfully, you know, for the smaller company who's got the owner with maybe two or three techs, mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot of, it's probably the vast majority of people. If you look at all the contractors, mm -hmm. most of them are that owner operator, maybe him and his wife or whatever, and they got things to do. Maybe the wife has got to go do something and then he's out there working on a job. Somebody's got to answer the phones. And so uh, that's the kind of thing. So that's a pretty common uh, scenario. Uh, so for that, though, even if you did only measure the ones that you took on, that's still mm -hmm. pretty important to say that even the, the service that you provide is paying for itself in some way. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, you know, we we equate it to, you know, when we get into jobs booked and the opportunities that are coming out of that, I would say, you know, for most part, we're paying for ourselves within the first week of, of, of you know, taking on calls and, and booking estimates, right? It, it doesn't take long to get that part covered. Um, you know, and, and, you know, obviously through great training, we're, we're developing great relationships on behalf of, of our customers, right? We're, we're providing really quality service on that. So that customer that's coming in, when that tech gets there, they're already expecting something that's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great, and it's great. From what I've seen, you're also creating a great standard trained people that create a high standard. So in a way, uh, when you, uh, it, uh, it, I, it just seems like very similar to service MVP, uh, where it's a service that immediately pays for the return investment. Doesn't, you're gonna wait for months to do that. And I think the biggest thing I'm seeing is that 
you're, you're giving, you're making yourself kind of indispensable within those companies and being, and you're not, you're not just a third a vendor. You're kind of part of the company in a way. Does that make sense? Very, very much. That, that's how we go about every relationship that we have with our customers is we view ourselves as an extension of their staff. You know, we're not, uh, we're not a, a band-aid solution. We've been, you know, we've been hired as that in the past and it never works out, right? We're never just a kind of a, you know, a, a, a cutover type deal. Uh, we are in it for the long haul with our customers. Um, you know, even if they grow to the point where, you know, they think they're outgrowing us, we still have available solutions to still provide, you know, backup overflow. We're doing a lot of that right now as it is with larger, larger companies out there that need that type of support. Um, but yeah, we, we, we view all of our customers. It is, yeah, we're an extension of them. Our, our agents get to know these owners really well, or the GMs or whoever that might be, because they're talking to them. You know, not a daily basis, minute by minute, right? Be a, yeah, be a yeah. back or phone or whatever that might be. So, well, and uh, so actually, you know, uh, what is number three? Let's go into the third thing. What do you think the third thing is? So, we got you got number one, be available and make sure you got a professional answer on the phone. Number two, uh, let's make sure we know the numbers and make sure what we're trying to achieve to make sure we can uh, get the return on investment for the marketing and effort we put into the person answering the phone. So, that person's not a waste of time, it's somebody who's going to make pick it up, pay for themselves. And we can show them how you can pay for themselves. Number three, what's the third thing we can do? The third step to improve uh, customer service for a company. Uh, so the, the third thing is, um, you know, I think our, our communication with that company that doesn't necessarily have to do with the individual one-on-one, -on -one, our, our agent talking to their customer, right? We provide a lot of background information, the data, whatever that might be. We have a wonderful senior operations manager. You know, I get very involved with all of our customers as well, but giving them that, that kind of that next set of advice. Okay. What are you guys saying? Right. What, cause we're reviewing everything, right. We're either listening to calls or reading transcripts or whatever that might be. We're analyzing a lot of data. Uh, but looking at that and, and providing, you know, a beyond, we're not just agents on the phone helping out from that side. We're able to give good um, analytical information to an owner to say, you know what, hey, you're, you guys need to be doing this better or whatever that might be. We might be getting a lot of complaints from a, from a, a tech in the field. We can bring that up. You know, there's a lot of stuff we're yeah, doing. I think, I think I think what I've seen is that the feedback that you get from your clients you're interactive with the feedback because I think a lot of answering services per se, it's like, yeah, our customer complained because the way your girl answered the phone. It's like, well, that's the best we could do. <laughs> that was pretty much it, right? Well, it sounds like <clears throat> uh, I'd say free to grow is the easiest company I've ever referred to my clients because in a way you're just like us. When you get feedback, you're like, okay, let me see if we can change the script on that or let's see if we can uh, change the way we're, the phrase we have on that one because maybe that's the thing we're saying. We're kind of learning from the, uh, things that are working good. Hey, the customers really liked when you said this and oh, customers time. are, don't like when you say that it makes sense all the time. We're yeah. And that's where, you know, we, we take a, an extra step. We, you know, when we do onboard customers, we do take a, a longer, you know, time to do it two to three weeks. Typically we put an SOP together for that customer. Everything is very customized to what they do, their service areas, how, you know, from a scripting perspective, um, you know, whether, whether we're giving pricing over the phone, which we really don't do. Uh, normally it just has to do around the service fee or call fee, whatever that might be. Um, sometimes they'll let us do it, but I, you know, it, it's completely up to the customer. So we get this customized SOP. Um, you know, all of our agents that are assigned to that account have access to that. We actually went through and, and developed, uh, and, um, 
AI tool that actually interacts with Slack. So now it's pulling information from that SOP and we're putting it into, uh, or it's coming up for Slack. So our agents are literally just fed this information by asking a quick question right there. And it's, and it's obviously it's AI, it's machine learning. So it's getting better, which is creepy. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, you know, so, and we do it on a, you know, at the drop of a hat, right. We had a, um, yeah, yeah. we had a it's call. Like, it's, it's, it's learning. It's like instant learning. You get in there. It's awesome. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, we had, uh, you know, we had an SOP change, uh, yesterday for, a for a large HVAC company out in Pennsylvania. And I think it was like, you know, within an hour, everything was done and set and kind of the scripting tweaked a little bit and we were, we were ready to go. So that's great. I think, I think that's, so the third step is really to uh, <clears throat> get feedback from your clients mm -hmm. uh, through anal analytic analytics of different things that are happening, good and bad, and then uh, learn to kind of update the, the communication you're having with your clients. Uh, would that say that's a fair summary of what we're uh, doing? I, number I, three? Yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny. Whenever we, uh, whenever we onboard a, a client, they're asked, they, they typically ask, they're like, okay, well, you know, we did this onboarding process. Now do we have check-in calls? And it's like, of course we have check-in calls, but I don't think they understand how much of a of a partner that we turn into, as we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. It's like you're gonna be talking to our folks all the time, right? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. if you don't, we're not just a set it and forget it type deal, right? Well, well, I tell you what, uh, you know, free to grow, uh, not only is somebody we refer, but you know, in a way, uh, you you become a client of ours. You you you're investing in our services uh, to make sure the quality control of your employees are up to par. But you know, then we came to us with an idea. Uh, just as a bonus uh, little information here that this is an exciting thing that uh, Charlie and Nate came to me with about uh, call by call uh, management or call by call, uh, you know, lead turnovers and things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and uh, we're working on an initiative together to train uh, Charlie's people how to do that as well. Uh, Charlie and Nate's people to do that as well. Charlie, would you like to just outline a little bit about what some of the future services you're going to be offering uh, look like? Uh, and, and they're kind of in a beta stage right now, but yeah. uh, tell me what, what are some of the dreams and visions you have for that? I, I would say, yeah, we're, we're coming out of, um, I would say we're coming out of the beta stage. This is something that probably moved fairly quickly for, for us, especially. Um, you know, I think from uh, Charlie, when he attended True Grit, this is really where it came from, uh, was, mm -hmm. okay, can we do a call by call as a service, um, kind of in the same vein that we do the customer service side, except it's going to be more in depth, right? Where we, we went out, we found a very good sales guy. Uh, we're, he's, you know, in the middle of service MVP training right now. Um, and then he works with specific um, you know, trades companies in, in regards to how to, how to get a tech to turn over a lead the right way. Um, and then he will be remote and, and he will help close this thing out, right? He's providing the six options and, and walking them down the entire path to, to getting it up and running. Yeah. Really uh, interesting concept that, that is, it's picking up for us, right? Uh, one, we're, we're doing it the right way. We're not trying to go too fast into it, but, but we're about to, you know, we're about to turn the heat up here soon on it too. That's so. awesome. Well, I tell you one thing. Uh, that's why I'm excited about you talking to you, Nathan. And I can, never, uh, you know, usually when we start a conversation, we plan it for a certain amount of time, but we usually always go over because it's so exciting to talk to each other because we both have so many uh, complimentary ideas that uh, uh, come into a fruition of a reality. And I think, uh, 
you know, like I said before, you you kind of you kind of bring the training that we have to life. And I thank you for doing all that. And definitely, it's great to have that partnership with you to uh, to work on uh, helping contractors become successful. Because truthfully, what I've seen and what I witnessed is that the average contractor who's even the beta phase has increased their average sale on equipment uh, by way more. Like you know, they may, may have been doing six thousand. Now they're doing twelve thousand mm -hmm. on equipment at average sale, and then. Uh, their you know service techs feel supported now because they have somebody who can instantly give them a price on the equipment when they're with a customer and uh, and listen even if you just loosely put that together uh, you know there, there's a there's a super professional way of doing that and you know you're building toward that professional way but I think you know even in it's, you think about just that loose fashion that you know, that the clients get a better service because they see more service from your guy in a more consistent fashion. You're not mm -hmm. overburdened. You're doing it that way. And then the service techs feel supported too. I mean, it's both good for the team and good for the clients. Do you think that's uh, what you're seeing so far, Nathan? Absolutely. You know, I think in the, in, in the same way that, you know, from our customer service side, we're pro providing a, a service to uh, companies that may not have the capacity or, or, the, or the, the, um, for a, a full team. And we're providing that to them. This is the same way where there may not be ready for a full on-site sales guy. That's going to be doing this. You know, we're, we're able to do that and and they're able to, to not just save money off of make money off of it. Right. They're <laughs> it's, it's doing great and, stuff. For them. And, yeah. and not to spark things the wrong way, but let's say that, uh, think of all the different prototypes that like, obviously the owner who's trying to run a business, but he has to do all these pricing, he could give that job to somebody else and you wind up, the service pays for itself by the increased revenue that the customers are giving you. So it's not a service that three to grow is charging for, it's a service that the clients are paying more for because they're getting better service than the owner could have provided. Number two, think about the different times where owners are being held hostage by a sales guy and they wind up quitting and then you wind up with no sales guy and then a car free to grow can come to the rescue on this and uh, put this in place and uh, rescue those teams too. Cause this way you don't feel uh, as threatened as a company. And that's the thing that makes me feel good is that you're giving owners freedom to run their business and freedom to have a life. You know, they schedule all these calls and things for themselves to run this business, but we want to make sure they have the time for their family and things like that too. That's another aspect I think you're bringing to the table, which is you probably don't realize that, realize that higher purpose that I think a lot of people are going to get from the service, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, yeah, there, there's, there's not much better than, you know, be it on that side or, or the customer service side when we have a, a someone tell us, well, I was finally able to like, you know, take a weekend off. And uh, not have to worry about things. So yeah, it's great. Well, Nathan, if somebody wanted to get uh, help from you or Charlie to show what the uh, show the investment, and obviously have enough analytics to show the return on investment too for this service that uh, your clients will wind up paying for, as opposed to you paying for as a contractor, uh, how do they get a hold of you or Charlie to be able to uh, have a discussion about how Free to Grow can help them? Uh, be best way, yeah, shoot me an email, um, nate at free-number2-grow.com. Uh, best way to get a hold of me by far. Great. Nathan uh, at free-number2-grow.com. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you here. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I did, Joe. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much, buddy. Have a great one. You too.